guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk with Jackson. Guys, I am so, so excited for this week's episode because I am interviewing one of my favorite Real Housewives of all time. And I've been wanting to do this interview for like five or six years now, so now that it's finally here, I cannot contain my excitement. So to start off, um, I love all of the Real Housewives franchises. Like I watch them all and people kind of compare picking your favorite Housewives franchise to picking a favorite child because they're so, they're also amazing in different ways and you love one for one reason, another for another reason. Like that's just how it is um, for Housewives fans. Um, so what I want to say is I love all of them, but one of my top favorites is The Real Housewives of Dallas. And it aired on Bravo from 2016 until 2021. Now, the show is currently on hiatus. Um, and Bravo has no plans of airing new episodes um, in 2022, so this year. However, um, the future is kind of unknown. But with streaming services like Peacock, um, shows are kind of able to be given a new life um, because streaming services are kind of changing the way that television is now. Like that's just how the future is. And I think streaming services will become even more popular in the future. But um, and a, a good example of how a show can kind of get rebooted with a streaming service. Um, the Real Housewives of Miami aired on Bravo um, from 2011 until 2013, I believe. And it has been off the air since 2013, and it just came back for a new season in 2021. So it came, it's on Peacock. So it got rebooted, and Peacock picked it up. And um, yeah, so I mean, you never know. I mean, the Housewives of Dallas could come back. Um, you never know. But as of right now, the future is very uncertain. Um, so that's kind of the history of. Uh, the Dallas Housewives in a few uh, minutes. But my guest this week is Leanne Lockin. <laughs> um, so Leanne is, oh my gosh, I, I can't say enough great things about this woman. So she is iconic. That's probably one word that, to use to describe her. She is hilarious. She is witty. She says it like it is and doesn't care who you are, where you are, whatever. She will say it to your face and say it how it is. And that's what I think a lot of fans of the show really loved about her and still love about her. Um, and she has so many iconic moments on the show, so many catchphrases, one-liners, like, oh my gosh, it's just, she's amazing. And she's such a sweetheart. And um, when you talk to her, um, she is, I think she was classified as the villain of the show, the person that everyone loves to hate, but every show has to have that. Like, that's just how it is. Uh, but like I said, in real life, she is such a sweetheart. So amazing. She is so generous. She's a part of so many different charities. Um, she's like the charity. She loves helping charities. Um, and on the first season of the Real Housewives of Dallas, you really got to see her passion for charities. Now, as the show went on, the focus kind of went away from charities and that kind of thing. But she's still involved with so many different charities and she really has a passion for helping people. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, Leanne was on the show from season one until season four. After season four, she decided to step back and she was not a part of season five at all. Um, the, the question remains, um, will she ever go back to the show um, in the future? And her and I are going to talk about that today during our interview. 
Um, but I would love to see Leanne back on TV in some way, shape, or form. If it's, you know, the Real House of, of Dallas does come back, I would love to see her on that. If not, I'd love to see her on the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip or something. Because she is reality TV gold. And a lot of people say that. But I'm telling you, like, she is reality TV gold. Like, <laughs> she is amazing. Um, but, um, so yeah, like I said, Leanne is amazing. I can't say enough great things about her. Um, her and I are going to talk about everything from her start with acting. She's been in movies like Miss Congeniality. She started in pageants. Um, and she was actually also on a show that I used, that I still love it, but it was on the style network, um, for a few years. It was called Big Rich Texas, which focused on mothers and daughters, um, in the Texas, um, community that, um, they basically, they were all in a, uh, at a country club and the show kind of revolved around these mothers and daughters at a country club and their relationships with one another in the high society there and pageants. And it, it involved a lot of things, but it was a great show on the style network, which the style network is no longer around. Um, but I, you know, I loved bigger Texas and me and actually she had friends that was, that were on the show. Um, and she made a few appearances and that's kind of where I first knew of Leanne. So when she, uh, when Real Housewives of Dallas came out in 2016, I knew of her because of Big Rip Texas. Um, and I remembered her from that. And then I got, you know, over the years when she was on Dallas, um, obviously, you know, I got to know more about her and, um, see how truly iconic she really was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I love Leanne. Um, this is this interview. I've, I'm so excited to share with you guys. I can't, I can't help it. <laughs> but anyway, um, so guys, I'm so excited. So without further ado, here is my interview with Leanne Walken from the Real Housewives of Dallas. I hope you guys enjoy. How are you doing? I am doing great, especially since oh my, my husband just walked in and said that he's going to take me to have some awesome Mexican food and margaritas tonight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that one of your favorites, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. If you offer me a margarita and I say no, I'm trying to send you a signal that I've been kidnapped. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's exciting. And I'm glad you're feeling better. Yes. COVID was wreck. Yes, and you it got it right awesome. around the holidays, right? Yeah, right before Christmas. So it was like, okay, so we can't go anywhere. No one can come here. And then it was like, by the time I rolled into New Year's, it was still not sure if it was completely gone or how long we were supposed to quarantine. So we were like, all right, we'll just stay home. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm That's glad you're right. doing There's better. nothing like sleeping into a new year. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Very good. Well, oh my gosh, I'm so glad. I'm so thankful you um, were able to do this because I've been wanting to interview you since you were on uh, season one. So like six oh, years wow. now. <laughs> so Yay. I'm super excited. Well, good. Yes. I'm glad we're finally getting to do it. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, I actually, I want to start back because... I um, was a huge fan of Big Rich Texas um, when it was on, and that's where I that's where I saw you originally. So to start, I really want to go back to that time period because um, you know not everyone knows that you were on uh, Big Rich Texas. 
So um, I know what was that was a good was secret. That, <laughs> yes, what was that experience like for you? Honestly, I wasn't in like I wasn't really on the show. I was never cast as a character on the show. It's just everyone around me had been cast as a character on the show. So because I was so much a part of their lives, I was, you know, on I ended up being on camera. Right, right. Um, okay, do you still talk to anyone from that cast? I mean, I know Heidi Dillon, obviously. I think you still talk to of her. Of course, but... yes. Heidi yes. Heidi will always be my queen. No, uh-huh. I um, I don't think so. No, I mean, I think most of them have moved, right? Leslie went back to whatever planet she was from. Um, <laughs> no, I don't, see, I don't see any of them out and about, so no. Right, yeah, I think a lot of them did move or doing their own thing so <laughs> yeah um and then also you were in like television and movies before all of this right so you were an actress and kind of in that world too correct yeah that's actually how I got started was well how I originally got started into acting and modeling was through pageants so Ooh. I was in the pageant system I competed um as Miss Arizona USA at the Miss USA pageant Um, in Mobile, Alabama. And then from there, kind of got into modeling and acting, and that led to uh, movies, Miss Congeniality, a few others. Um, You know, and then then obviously that led to reality television. So yeah, I've I've been around cameras and my whole life. Yes, and you were definitely made for uh, TV and their TV. Reality TV is so true, isn't it? Everyone yes. tells me that. <laughs> yes, yes. So kind of starting with Housewives. So how did the show come about for you and why did you ultimately decide to do the show? Well, I was the very last person to audition for the show and the very first person cast. So... Really? I actually had a friend that had already been greenlit for a reality TV show himself, and he was really wanting me to come be a part of it. And I was like, I just don't understand how I would fit in. And he said, you know, well, you would help guide me through charities. And I was like, oh, that sounds perfect. I know that world. So when I went to shoot a test scene with him, he kind of pulled some drama on me. and. I didn't appreciate it. I like literally was like, whatever. And I went home and responded to the email for Big Rich, for um, RHOD that day. Mm -hmm. Only because he pissed me off did I respond to that email. Really? Oh my gosh. Uh How interesting. I was, I think (laughs) of the the original cast, I was the only one who got the original email. Everybody else was yes. a friend of a friend. You know, that's how they do it on reality. They call you and they're like, so we would like to interview you for this show. And then can you give me the names of 10 of your friends? And, you know, you think about it, like if you start off with 10 people and they each give 10 names and then they give 10 names, you pretty much got everybody in the city covered. Right. Right. For sure. And then it started out as Ladies of Dallas, didn't it? Yeah. And kind it was supposed a, yeah. to be about charity. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Which is why I said yes to it. (laughs) Yes. I'm curious. Do you think you would have done it if it was, 
if they said it was housewives or if it had more of a different concept? I think if it had been housewives, I could have been better prepared and I would have studied it up a little more. I probably would have said yes, but I would have realized I would have immediately done my research. I would have called other housewives and been like, you know, should I, what do you think? How do you handle this? Blah, blah, blah. I would have gotten more information, which I didn't get that kind of information until season three almost. So I think season one, we were just kind of like bumbling our way through, you know, because we really, we didn't know while we were filming that it was Real Housewives. We didn't find out until we were about to shoot the the um, graphics for the show, for the show. Right. That's when we found out. Yeah. And what was your reaction so, when you did find out it was Housewives? Um, to be quite frank, I was a little irritated because we had started filming before Potomac. And we didn't mm. finish getting edited until after Potomac, which means Potomac got uh, the starting. They got to come out. Get, they were released before we were. And, that, right. and I was like, you know, first to the gate wins the race. And so I was like, you know, why? Why did it take so long? What was the issue? Or you, you know, that was the beginning of my um Oh, not so great relationship with the owner of the production company, you know, where I was mm-hmm. always like, I don't understand what takes you so long. Do you not have people? Can you not hire them? What, what, what is the issue? Like I constantly pestered him about why didn't we do this? Why didn't we do that? Yeah. Yes. And then um, I'm not sure if this is true. A lot of pe- people that um, I talked to, one of the ladies that was on Married to Medicine Houston a while ago, which didn't only lasted one season. And she said that right. a lot of production companies and just people in TV in general, a lot of the uh, Texas-based reality shows, they don't work out because a lot of the crew members and producers and stuff, they don't like Texas. Is this true at all? So, okay, I'm going to tell you this. She's She... She's not explaining it correctly, but she is correct. And Mm. that is this. You are bringing L.A. crew and New York executives to Texas to try to understand and represent us on television. And the problem Mm. is, on a ground level... You, we're, Texas is never going to vote the same as New York and L.A. And because right. of that, there's immediate, like, personal feelings that people bring to the show about particular characters. And I I think that's the biggest problem. I think the biggest problem is we need to have a Texas production company produce this show and it would be completely different. Because you wouldn't have to be like, you know, well, yeah, this is how people work here. and They'd be Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I would try Mm -hmm. to explain to Bravo and to the producers like, you know, listen, when I go to a charity event, you have got to give me 15 to 20 minutes before we get there, before y'all start filming to say hello to everyone. Otherwise, they're going to bust the scene every time wanting to come over and say hello. And the first time. They were like, oh, Leanne, oh, Leanne, okay, Leanne, okay. Guess what? I told them, 
and bam, that's exactly what happened. They didn't give me the time to say hello to everybody. And when you go into a room where you know 80% of the room, 60% of them are going to want to come over and say hi. So, mm-hmm. you know, then it was like after about the third or fourth time that happened, one of the field producers was like, okay, I get it. You need to go say your hellos before. And it was like, yeah, I do. Like, you're not, you're not going to change how I behave with my friends and my community. You're just not going to change that. And so that was one of the headstrong. So what I'm, what she said is correct. You are having Mm -hmm. a liberal production company and a liberal network decide how a conservative state is right. going to be represented. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after season one aired, what was the reaction of the people around you in the community regarding the show? Oh, awful. They, I mean, mm-hmm. basically, you know, most of the charities I was involved with was like, don't come next year. Do not. Mm. Just, Leanne, we, we, you know, we know it wasn't you, but that's not how we want the, the the nonprofits represented all but one the only one who understood the the realm and the reality of reality television was legacy and legacy because of that legacy was represented every year that I was on legacy is one of my heartstring nonprofits and um because of that today I'm still an ambassador for legacy I'm still a a main yearly sponsor for legacy and i always will be right oh one yeah i'm sorry to hear about the other charities because i definitely and i think um we could tell from season one especially that you know charity was a huge part of your life it was and sadly today it isn't because of the Mm -hmm. show it is to a certain extent i will tell you i i breathe the i talk I breathe and live the loudest in the LGBTQ community. That's a no-brainer. And Mm -hmm. um, most of where you will see me is at those types of events. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I know that one of the biggest ones that I know that you were very upset about was the the Mad Hatters event that they, um, I know is huge in uh, your community. And then that kind of, became a joke um so you know when that when that happened you know what was your reaction what did the people say I was pissed and the next year that Hmm. I went um people would literally not come over and say hello to me like if I was standing somewhere they were walking towards me and they saw me they would turn around and walk the other way and there were no cameras there that was just they were disappointed I let the wolf into the hen house and that's, I'm the one who got judged for it. Not Brandy. She never went to a Mad Hatter's to save her life, except for that one. It was mm-hmm. me that got judged, you know? Yeah. And the thing, I guess what, the thing that really irked me the most was that I was the one that was getting judged. They were the ones that was behaving badly, but they never felt bad about their behavior. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ever. Right. And that was so, that's sort of like season after season after season, right? <laughs> right, right. Okay, so out of all the seasons that you were on, um, which of the seasons was your favorite? I would say the second or third season. I enjoyed, I really enjoyed, obviously I really enjoyed season three, season two when I got engaged. That was, yes. you know, everything. And then season three was 
fun. Like we really mm-hmm. attempted to have fun. And then, yes, then season four, it just, you know, I really did not get along with the executive producer and mm. um, they just set me up from day one. So that, so probably season four was probably your least favorite. Oh, by far. Wow. But did you enjoy having your, are you glad that you had your wedding on the show? Yes. I'm glad that I got to fulfill that wish of, you know, I said, if I get engaged on the show, I really want to share my wedding with the audience. I really, there was, you know, if you look at season four, the highest viewed episode of the entire season was my wedding. I mean, what does that say? You know, right. people would rather watch my wedding than the reunion. Yes. Oh, that reunion was not. And when I, and when I left. When I, when I left, a quarter of a million viewers left with me. You know, I think what I think what Bravo and the production company didn't understand was, you know, while while a very small portion of Twitter can be very loud, overall the audience worldwide truly related to my honesty, truly related to me just not, you know, pulling the curtains. But just saying, yes, here it is. This is what I, I do this. It's wrong. And this is how I learn to do better. Right. Yes. And I think, yeah, I think definitely people loved it. Um, and I think it was definitely missing on season five. However, I do like, I did like um, Tiffany Moon. I love her. I do too. Um, she and I yeah. are actually friends. I know. I, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. And I just, I feel bad for her yeah. in general because I think, I'm sure she probably feels somewhat responsible for how things ended. But she doesn't. I don't. She doesn't. Oh, she doesn't. She That's got good. sold a bill. Here's her. She got. She feels like she got sold by Deandra that to come on and it was going to be this, this, and this, and the trip, world trips, and all this kind of stuff. And instead, they went to Oklahoma. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It was like season one all over again. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, no. I mean, a show has to grow and maintain that growth, you know? Right. No, of course. Of course. Okay, so on the show, you have so many iconic moments. Uh, what are some of your favorite iconic, like, sayings from the show or any kind of moments from the show that you just love to look back on? You know, my thing, I think one of my favorites is... um the the exhausted you know yes (laughs) and i'll tell you why because uh when they were putting together the teaser for that the trailer for that season um the producer kept saying to me oh yeah and right now we have the trailer ending with you saying you know i'm exhausted my weave is exhausted and the pin liner my underwear and i go you are such a liar i never said that i never said like i totally like yelled at her and screamed. I was like, I never said that. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, well, some bitch, I said it. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah. people don't realize that you get pushed so hard that you say stuff that is just, you know, you don't remember, you don't remember, you know, at the end of the night, right. you think about it. That was the night that Deandra almost pushed me down a stairwell, you know, right? because right behind that sofa was the stairwell. And believe you me, if Carrie had not stopped my hand or my arm, I'd be, I'd have been in jail and Deandra had been in the freaking ICU. She is, I mean, 
uh, yeah. If you start physical with me, I will end it. I mean, that's just my nature. You right. know, it's not classy, it's not elegant, but it's me. No, and I think yeah, I think a lot of um, fans really appreciate appreciated that about you, and just, just like you know, you're you, and I think that's what people I love. Am. But mm-hmm. I, not not gonna lie about who I am. I am who I am. Me and Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, is there a moment from the show or any kind of one-liner that fans, besides the um, exhausted, that fans just come up and either say to you all the time or say that they love oh, it? Or Yes. In my cameos, uh, almost every cameo request says, please say either um, something about your hands or the roundup <laughs> or, oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, they're just hands get get gets a ton they're just hands and I know the boys who did it are probably the two biggest ones that people want me to say oh I love that (laughs) and with these one-liners I mean I guess you're just it's just natural to you but how did these things even come to your head is just like that's just naturally how you how you would talk in general naturally yeah, that's naturally how I think in general. I'm usually wow. five to ten steps ahead of whoever's talking to me. It's just, wow. it's just a, I mean, I'm just super quick-witted and, you know, and I have zero filter on my mouth. And and, and that's how you get the Leanism. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so I want to play a little word association game <laughs> with some questions about okay. your fellow RHOD ladies, um, and it can be from any season. So, um, who was the funniest? Uh, honestly, Cam was the funniest to me because mm-hmm. she was so committed to you know that character. She was so committed to that. Yes, and is she that way in real life, like everyday life? Yes. 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 <laughs> I love that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Who was the most annoying? Uh, um, I mean, that was kind of a toss up between Brandy and Stephanie for different reasons. Brandy, because she loved to pull pranks, you know, but Stephanie, yeah. because she just never joined in the conversation or the argument. It was just always her in the background, never doing anything. And it was just like, you know, you're a part of this group. You need to speak up and have an opinion and be a part of the group, be committed to doing your job, you know? And so right. that, that probably would be who most annoyed me. Yes. Um, okay. Who was the rudest? Um, that's a toss up year by year. That mm-hmm. is a toss up year by year. Um, God, I, you know what? And at some, at some point, almost all of them, except for sweet little Cam, you know, mm-hmm. were rude. I mean, yeah. Dan was just a you know an idiot, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, they've all they've all had their moment of rudeness with me. So I was right. like, being rude and then apologizing as a part of your supposed to be a part of your you know routine as a housewife. Yes. <laughs> um, is there anyone that's rude to fans? I don't. I can't. I'm trying to think of if your cast. Because there's like some houses that are obviously very rude to people in person, and there's some that are sweet as can be. Um, so, is there anyone on? I can't think of anyone. I don't think so. I think our. I think. I think that's just not how we are raised in Texas. We always say please and thank you, even when you're pissing us off. 
Right. That's good. I'm glad to hear I that. I mean, that's just, you know, that's just how we are in the South. Yes. Well, I'm glad. Okay. Um, who stirred the pot the most? Brandy and Deandra. Hmm. Yeah. I know everybody says I did, but I feel like I never started it. It Mm-mm. always was brought to me, and either they left that part off and they just aired my reaction. I just, I never, I never did. You never saw me walk in and start a fight. You just never saw No. It. And Mm-mm. I know it may be how it played sometimes, but I, I honestly, if you start it, you know my nature is to finish it. I mean, whether it's verbal or whatever, that's just me. I mean, shoot, look at the, in the beach in Mexico, we were playing those stupid uh, trust games. I mean, volleyball, (laughs) you know, I got a flesh eating bacteria because I played so hard in Mexico and sweat so hard. I mean, I just, I'm Mm -hmm. a very competitive human, but not necessarily with other people, mostly with myself. Ooh, interesting. Okay, um, who kissed up to the producers the most? The Andra Ra. Yes. <laughs> okay, who is the most intelligent? Tiffany. Yes, that's true. Yes. Tiffany Moon was, is the most intelligent. Yeah. Okay, who was the most fun on cast trip? I mean, really Cameron... But I mean, also, I'm like Carrie Duber and I had a great time on in Copenhagen, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, um, Cameron and I, oh my God, in Copenhagen, Cameron and I almost got shot in the middle of the night. I think King's I heard quarter. that story. <laughs> oh my God, freaked me out. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I and and I've had fun with Brandy, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, at, at moments of time, I've tried to get along with all of them. <clears throat> right, right. Well, you're well, you're there, and you kind of you have to be around each other. So I'm sure. <laughs> I'm here. I got to Might as well enjoy it. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, who had the biggest problem with telling the truth? Deandra. Okay. Um, who was the most different off camera? Uh, Stephanie and Deandra. Okay. Interesting. Okay, and then who changed the most during their time on the show? I think we all grew a tremendous amount. I mean, honestly, I do think that we all grew and learned something about ourselves. Whether or not we all chose to benefit from that, I certainly hope I did. I certainly, I mean, I definitely took a journey to try to um, understand why I react the way I react and to calm it down. And I've grown so much from it. I mean, I really have. Um, right. I, I hope that everyone else has. I know Brandy has. I know Brandy's put the time and effort into growing as well. And I will say that's one of the things that I love about Brandy is that she mm-hmm. does want to be better and do better. And, you know, that's something that we really connected on. Yes. And I think I think I saw recently that you guys are good now. I can't remember if it was on social media or yeah. something. But no, she was very sad. sweet. The public statement was very sweet, and I just wanted her to know that I saw it, and I appreciate it, and yes. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad, because, you know, with reality TV, as you know, there's always, it can really, you know, mess up friendships and mess up a lot of things, but it's nice to see when people, yeah. you know, come together. Let go. Let go. Yes. Right. Let go and have a cocktail, honey. <laughs> right. Life isn't so serious, you know, especially... 
with everything going on. It's so, you know. Okay, so uh, this actually goes with what I was just saying, unfortunately. Um, so you and Deandra obviously were really good friends at the very, you know, for years before the show. And then when she came on the show, um, you know, things didn't turn out so well. So what really happened between you two that really just, where you couldn't, you know, come back together. Fame and lies. Mm. Deandra's desperate for fame, and she, and she just is has to struggle being truthful. I mean, she just Deandra wants to please everybody all the time, and you can't. You have to be honest. You have to tell the truth. You can't constantly walk around and just be delusional about everything. You know. Mm-hmm. When she came on season two, were you excited, really excited to have her? Because you guys were obviously very close at the time. Um, I was very happy, yes, that she joined on the show. I really thought we would be able to take the show in a different direction, a much more higher level direction. And mm-hmm. um, that was never her intention. So it is mm-hmm. what it is. Do you think that you guys would be friends still if it weren't for the show? No. No. So you think no. it would have ended mm-hmm. eventually? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, this was interesting that I saw. Um, what was your reaction to hearing Deandra claim that you fell for her joke when she said that she hired a security guard to protect her from you? I didn't know she said that. I thought it was in a comment or something. I think... Because didn't you did you do a podcast and you said it and then, um, oh you yeah, like commented and somewhere. I was told and that I was I was told that because she told someone. Well, she told Trey, Stephanie's assistant, at Ooh. the bar, and then Trey called Stephanie and Cameron in Mexico and told her told told them, and then Cameron, of course, called me to tell me, and I'm like, how she afford a freaking bodyguard and then it turns out we I already knew it wasn't her bodyguard I know whose bodyguard it is but it's just it's just one of those things like you see when it doesn't work to her benefit it was just a joke you Mm. see what I'm saying right and and that's the kind of shit that's the delusional Deandra that I'll just I I just you know own it yeah own it bitch it ain't that hard your mama owns it you own it she's just afraid of life it's just sad Mm. she really is so afraid of life Okay, let me see. Okay, so during season four, um, things were not the best for you, and you really kind of got iced out by a lot of the ladies. Um, So did you know that season four would probably be your last season on the show? Um, Yeah. I already intended it to be my – I mean, once I got married, I really didn't want to stay on the show, and I had already – mentioned that I was interested in leaving because I I didn't feel like the show was going in a direction that I was happy with. And thank God I was not a part of season five. Oh my God. Um, Right. But you know, I mean, I just don't like the kitschy bullshit lie to the audience, you know, fake storylines and stupid parties. And I, I would rather do real parties that do something, you know? Right. Yes. Um, and this was one of the most frustrating parts, and I like Andy, but um, at the season four reunion, I remember, um, you know, he kind of kept shutting down everything that you were saying, 
and it was you know it was really hard to watch. Yeah, he he to this he to this day believes that I was lying, and that because because you have to remember he has the owner of the production company in his ear. Mm-hmm. He has a little wick in his ear, and they're telling him there's no way Andy knew what time my mom left my. Oh, I, I mean. Andy, I don't know how Andy had a single thought in his head, he, the production company. And at some point, you know, I, I read the book where they were like, oh, at some point, Leanne's wall of lies. Not a thing did I lie about. And if you ask anyone who was at my wedding, not on the cast, but at my wedding, my mom stayed till the end. No one needed food. No one looked for food. Um, mm-hmm. It was a party. I mean, and everybody had a great time. It was, It was the most talked about wedding that entire year a, a local culture map dallas magazine said it was the most uh it was the biggest received um in their wet on their in their magazine and on their website like it got more hits and comments than anything else all year Mhm. yes and it was a you know a beautiful, beautiful wedding. wedding right and you know and I, I don't blame andy because andy has to believe what what's in his ear and not what I'm saying because he's you know you go back to season one my very first appearance on Watch What Happens Live Andy was like well, let's see if you're really a carny and I was like do people just show up and make shit up about themselves and he was like yeah and I was like why like I did never I could never get that and then he gave me that stupid carny quiz and I was like yeah dun dun I'm a fucking carny. <laughs> <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like I just—that's kind of who I am. Felt so bad for Andy because, and I appreciated his, you know, apology. I appreciated it, um, inviting me on Watch What Happens Live to have a kiki with him. All of that meant the world. It meant that you know we've all let go of it. You know, that's the thing. You gotta let go and move on. I mean, when I decided that I wasn't going to come back and I released my statement, um my whole body just like breathed life. Like it was the first night that it just was like, I slept so good that night. And I just knew that, you know, life was going to get happy. And it has, Oh my God, I've traveled the world all last year and just had the best time ever. Right. That's good. Yeah. You definitely seem much happier that now that things are, you know, yeah. Cause I'm sure it was a, a very exhausting uh, four or five years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. My back yes. still hurts. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> From carrying the show, for sure. I mean, um, I just said my back still hurts. <laughs> no, but no, you really did. I mean, I think, and I think a lot of people agree that I think, yeah, the show definitely, and I think Andy probably, I think he said that you, um, you know, the show obviously wouldn't have been what it was without you on yeah. it like it would it you it's know true. it would just yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and again I appreciate all those words I really do right. it bothers me that that certain members of Bravo Network believe that I'm a liar but it doesn't bother me enough that I want to do anything about it you know what I mean like I've moved on right I'm really right. thrilled and no longer exhausted you know yes um, with season five, did you watch any of it or even like little clips of it? No, only when people would mention me on social media or I would, you know, they would send me something, but no, I didn't watch a, a second of it. Yeah. 
So what was your reaction after season five when they obviously, when they said the show wasn't going to be back, at least for a while, <laughs> that it was on a that saddened me. No, Andy's Andy's pretty much said it's been canceled. Um, yeah. It saddened me because, you know, I gave a lot, a lot of my reputation, a lot of my heart, a lot of my humor, a lot of my soul, a lot of my dignity. I gave a lot to make that show happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, to be gone one season and it fall apart, that's that's sad. You know? Right. I was not happy that the show got canceled by any means. There was no joy. Yeah. I got a ton of magazines, uh, presidents of magazines, DM me saying, you know, you won. I, I wasn't trying to win anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there was mm-hmm. never that intention for me. I just wanted to move on and have a happy life. And I did. Yeah. And I feel bad because I feel like some of the cast is still kind of caught up in that loop of, oh, we want it to come back. You know, you, it, here's the thing you got to remember. A housewife show should be about entertaining women whose lives are full, not women who are waiting for a show to make their life full. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. That's what makes those shows more watchable. Right. Um, would you ever go back to the show if it ever if they ever decided to reboot it like Miami? Um, would you ever go back? It depends on the cast. Uh And it depends on the production company. And it depends on a very long conversation with Bravo executives. Yes. Would you do um, the ultimate girls trip that they're doing? Yeah, I think those would be fun. Because that's like, what, maybe Mm -hmm. even a month maybe of filming? I mean, if. Right. So, yeah, I think that would be a blast. Yes. And then I just remembered years ago, um, before the ultimate girls trip and all that when they said um who should be like in the all-stars i remember andy said that um from dallas that you should that yeah so i hope they do eventually let you um do one i know they haven't like had any dallas ladies yet but i think that would be fun i think if they have one it should be me (laughs) yes you know you got to think about who could stand up to an atlanta housewife or a you know, New York or Orange County or Jersey. And if you're not willing to bow up, don't show up. Right. <laughs> see, um, it just comes out like that. Do you see how that comes? <laughs> yes, yes. See, you're very witty. I love it. So if you could pick your dream RHOD cast, which ladies would make the list? I Honestly, I have never, I I would have to think about that because that would be, um, I wasn't on the show just because I wanted to be on a show. I was on the show because I wanted to create great television. And so for mm-hmm. me, looking at the value of each person and what they bring to the cast, it would take me a hot minute. <clears throat> yeah. Um, okay. So do you te- uh, keep in touch with any of the other ladies from other households franchises? Of course. Yes. I mean, the majority of them. Mm-hmm. You're friends with Tamara, yeah, Orange I think. County, and... Beverly Hills, New Jersey, uh, New York. Yeah. I mean, I spent the most time around them all. Right. Right. Um, and then who do you keep in touch with from your cast? Uh, Cam- <clears throat> excuse me. Cameron, Brandy, uh, Stephanie and I have been talking back and forth via, you know, comments on social media. 
and um, Tiffany Moon. And, of course, yes. Tiffany Hendra. Oh, yes. Yes, I love Tiffany. I wish she had more time on the show. I know she was only on the first season, but... Uh, she well. she she didn't... She couldn't take more. I mean, it just wasn't her cup of tea. That's not who she is. Right. Mm. Right, right. Um, okay, so what are you up to now besides... Um, I know, do you have any exciting projects coming up? Any cool charity things going on? Yeah, I mean, I've always got charity stuff going on, but... Um, uh, looking forward to traveling this year. I'm not going to start traveling until February. I'm taking January to kind of, you know, get prepared for the year. Um, yeah. <laughs> my husband has a brand new TV show that's going to come out on Discovery Plus, um, all about Ooh. aliens, and it's going to be great. And um, and I'm traveling. I'm constantly doing collaboration partnerships with you know, clothing lines and jewelry lines and stuff like that. And, um, and loving life, you know, I, I, um, working with, um, modern day wife and making appearances at some of their events and, um, and just really honestly drinking margaritas. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's That's a good goal in life. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, okay. What are some, fun facts about you that people might not know hmm fun facts you know I thought about this the other day like what's something nobody would know I love to sing I think I'm fairly okay at it um Mm -hmm. I love to sing I'm I am not a cook whatsoever (laughs) not my goal in life um what is something now, I think everybody knows most of it. I played a goldfish in Pinocchio when I was five. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I did Aww. Star Search with Ed McMahon. It was between mm-hmm. me and Pam Anderson for tool time. Um, you know, I've lived a big life. You have. <laughs> Are you ever going to write a book yeah. or anything? Um, there, There's two publishers who really want me to, and it just... You have to sit still to do it, and I'm just – I'm really enjoying the traveling right now. I mean, we went to Greece. We went to St. Lucia for my birthday. Um, we've been to uh, Tulum and, and Costa Rica, and it's just I'm loving my life, and I just – that's where I want to go. I want to go a country a month and just enjoy the hell out of it. Oh, I love that. That's so exciting. That's awesome. It is. Yes. Well, if you ever do write a book, I'm sure a lot of people would be very interested, myself included. It sounds like you'd have so much to talk about. (laughs) Thank you. The last thing I'm curious about, how are your dogs? They're awesome. My little biggie is right here on bed waiting (laughs) for me to get off the phone and feed her. And (laughs) uh, they're, they're just wonderful. They, they, um, you know, my daughter just never leaves my side. She follows me like a little, you know, duckling. And my Whoa. little boy, um, he's just healthy and happy. And, you know, they, they've got a great life. They, they have nothing to complain about other than they want another biscuit. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, obviously, when you said um, your husband is uh, going to have his own show. But other than that, how is he doing? He's slammed busy he's um just he's really just i mean you know he's writing he's writing his book 
And um, and besides that, he's, you know, hosting this TV show on Discovery Plus, and, um, and then he's got all his other, you know, protective security detail contracts and, you know, government contracts, and he's busy. He's busy. Yes. Happy. I told him it's his time to work. I get to yes. get drunk and chill out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Aw. Well, thank you, Leanne, again. Oh, my gosh, so much for doing this. It was such an honor. Thank you. I had a blast. I hope I got, got answered everything that you uh, had ready for me. Oh, yes, you answered everything and more. Trust me. <laughs> Yay. Thank yes. you so oh, much. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Leanne Walken from The Real Housewives of Dallas. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more reality talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram, or you can tweet with me on Twitter. My Twitter is at JacksonSeth35. Um, and I'll have all of Leanne's information in the episode description so you can check her out and keep up with all of her adventures. Um, but thank you guys so, so much for all of the love and support. Um, I have uh, some exciting things coming specifically for my 50th episode. Um, I'm so, so excited. I can't wait for you guys to see um, the surprises I have in store. But thank you guys so, so much. And I'll see you guys next week. Music.